It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Will the Eagles trade Connor Barwin for a handful of first-round picks? Will the Eagles find the next Dawkins? Can I do a push-up before 9.30? These are the questions that we want answered. It's John Barchett here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. And to answer those questions, and hopefully more, uh, from now, no longer a free agent, thank God, from BleedingGreenNation.com, the one and the only, the notorious Brandon Lee Gowden. What's going on, buddy? John, I'm going to go with no, no, and yes. I think you can do one push-up before 9.30. Okay, good. I, I That'll be a bet. Me, uh, Maybe me and Tom Kelly will get into a uh, push-up contest here. But, yeah, what do you, what do you make of this Connor Barwin thing? I, I I was talking to our good friend Mike Tafiri, as you know, and I, I get really annoyed by the, the amount of weird, random sports Twitter accounts that just – Say, hey, the uh, Connor Barwin has been linked to the Packers, Ravens, and now this other team, and it's just like, where, where is it coming from? Source your information. You know, yeah, I, I see it on the Bleacher Report. I see you've mentioned it on, on BleedingGreenNation.com. But wh- what is the story with Connor Barwin at this point in time? Yeah, I think it all originated on Saturday morning when uh, NJ.com reported that Connor Barwin might generate some interest in the trade market and the Eagles might not have to cut him. It kind of sounds like that report would be coming from the Eagles trying to drum up a market for Barwin. I mean, uh, it did list those teams. You mentioned the Colts, the Packers, uh, whoever else. Uh, I I don't think there's, yeah, the Ravens. I don't think there's going to be a big market for Connor Barwin. They might be able to get some kind of late round pick and that could explain why the Eagles haven't cut him yet. Cause it's obvious. It's obvious that Barwin isn't going to be back. Philadelphia next season, especially at his current salary. So I think it's possible he could be traded, but I don't expect anything big in return. Uh, and and what would that kind of be in your mind? I mean, you think they're just looking for a seventh round pick or a conditional something or other? It's a, it's a really large salary still for a kind of a, a team to take on. And I don't know if obviously they'd probably have to renegotiate as soon as the trade kind of came over and, uh, and things like that. But I, I mean, like I, he's going to get cut, right? I, I would assume that a trade does not happen before the deadline. 
Right. I mean, you could if you're another team, you know, why would you trade for Connor Barwin when you know the Eagles pretty much have to cut him because, you know, the Eagles save about seven point seven five million dollars by cutting him or trading him. So, you know, you would think teams are just gonna look at that number and be like, Huh, if we want him we can just get him if the Eagles cut him. But maybe who knows, there's a team out there who wants to just guarantee they get him so they give up a late round pick in order to make sure they don't miss out. Do you think the same scenario is true for someone like Jason Kelsey and they're not gonna he's not gonna be the first immediate cut that kind of walks through the door there? Do you think they're trying to trade him as well? I know it's been hinted that uh, you know, Jimmy Kemsky has, has been out on front of that saying that probably not gonna be here next year anyway. Do you, you kind of see them trying to do that as well? I think that explains why we haven't seen a lot of cuts other than my favorite cornerback, obviously, <laughs> Leotis McKelvin. Rest in peace. Um, yes, that, indeed. Um, but, yeah, I think that explains the delay for some of these guys. And so I think a, a lot of Eagles fans have been asking, you know, like, what, what are the Eagles doing? Why haven't they cut these guys yet? And you have to realize, you know, you can't make trades until free agency begins in March. So that could be the case. I also think Kelsey is a little bit of a special case in the sense that, you know, not to go against Jimmy's report because Jimmy obviously has solid info there. But I was, I'm in my mind, I think the Eagles might be willing to uh, bring him back if if Kelsey would take a pay cut. You know, there's been talk about Peters taking the pay cut. I would think maybe if Kelsey takes a pay cut, then they would be like, okay, maybe we can bring you back at a lower number. And I know you mentioned this on uh, on the Bleeding Green Nation podcast at BGN underscore Radio, where specifically with with Jason Peters and how that's going to kind of go. Does the leverage of a bunch of left tackles basically hitting the market as well give the Eagles any sort of leverage about him kind of taking that pay cut, or do you expect that to happen? Well, it's really interesting how that kind of developed there. I mean, in the span of a couple of days, we saw Kelvin Beecham released. We saw Ryan Clady get back on the market. Uh, Brandon Albert is expected to be released, although he hasn't officially yet from the Dolphins. Uh, there's talk he might get traded, but if he indeed does get cut, I mean, sure, there's there's a uh, a market for for tackles, and if you're Jason Peters near the Eagles, you know the Eagles might be coming to him and saying, "Hey, look, you know, Jason, you know, if you know if we were to cut you, you know, there's a lot of guys out there in the market, and what kind of value would you get?" So maybe it does give them a little more leverage in trying to get Jason Peters to take a pay cut. I don't still think uh, I still think a pay cut likely isn't the, going to happen, but maybe more so. Uh, a restructured deal, if anything. Talking about Brandon Lee Gutton from uh, BleedingGreenNation.com, and it's just, you know, we're, we're getting, it, it seems like, it, as always, every every single year, you're you're trying to inch to free agency, which then you're trying to inch up to, uh, you know, to the draft and things like that. W- what do you think right now, has, has any priority kind of changed for you in your mind, whether it's corner or, you know, even uh, maybe a, a small surprise uh, as a pass rusher or something else that the Eagles could be looking out for? Or are you pretty much dead set on what you've thought for the past couple of months here, what's what's going to be the biggest? What's going to be the first thing either off the board in free agency or uh, off the draft for you? Well, looking at the free agency, which will be coming up here on March 9th, um, I think it has to be receiver. You know, you need immediate help at wide receiver. Carson Wentz, give him some guys who can catch a football. Man, get get him <laughs> some help. I think the Eagles have to invest money there, and there's options obviously. So there's a lot of. There's players who are worth signing in free agency, whether it's Kenny Britt or Kenny Stills, or maybe it's Alshon, or maybe it's Deshaun Jackson, or maybe Pierre Garçon might be worth it. There's options out there for the Eagles. They have to get one of those guys, probably sign multiple receivers in free agency. And then once they take care of that, you know, I kind of look ahead to the draft and say, 
you have to draft cornerbacks in this draft. You know, really come around on that. I think the Eagles have had such a lack of stability at the cornerback position for way too long now. And, you know, it wouldn't hurt to really double dip at that position uh, in the draft. And I think it's time to kind of stop trying to rely on those big free agent cornerbacks like Namdi and Byron Maxwell and get guys in the draft that you can develop and hopefully can keep around for a long time. Stop doing what they've been doing for the last seven years more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to trying to plug a plug and play and, and not keep and hold on to. Um, you, you know what's also interesting too is just uh, it, not even Eagles related, but you start to look at as the as the clock kind of starts to wind on on free agency. Like like you said, it's going to be coming up real close on March 9th. You look at the Cowboys cap situation, and they are eighteen or no fourteen fourteen or eighteen million dollars already. Oh no, fourteen million dollars over the cap that they have to clear before any of that happens. I don't think people are talking about that enough. Uh, you know, they look at. I keep seeing things about, you know, Dak Prescott being uh, his numbers are the same as a bunch of Hall of Famers and everybody's mm-hmm. feeling good about this. And they should. I'm not saying that the Cowboys fans shouldn't. But when you look at their situation and just and it's not really like a talent issue. Sure. Uh, you know, you lose Claiborne. It's not it's not he's not a world beater and he's not going to be this shutdown corner or anything. But you still have to replace him. And with Tony Romo being there and just everything that they've done uh, as far as the contracts and pushing them back and pushing them back and restructuring. Maybe it's finally kind of caught up to him this offseason. Do you expect them to have severe problems heading into free agency? Well, they do have a number of free agents uh, that they, they're going to have to make decisions on and maybe won't be able to really make decisions on in terms of them having the power because, as you said, they're, they're in a, a serious cap bind. And, you know, one of the ways they might have to clear up some space there is to uh, cut Tony Romo. I mean, I don't even know if they're going to be able to trade him. Who's, you know, who's going to trade for uh, a 37-year-old quarterback who hasn't been able to stay healthy and, you know, like how much are you really going to give up for that? Uh, and, you know, if you're the Cowboys and you're Jerry Jones, you know, you're not treating Tony Romo just like you would any other player. You know, they they really value Tony Romo, and I think they want to see him land in a good situation. And Tony Romo has been a good, good soldier throughout this Dak Prescott thing and everything. He, he held that press conference, which was still weird, but <laughs> – um, <laughs> But seriously, I mean, like I, I think they really want him to end up in a good situation, so they might just have to cut him. So then you're looking at the Cowboys cutting arguably their best quarterback on the roster, and <laughs> you know they and they're not going to have a lot of cap space to fill all those needs they're going to have. Yeah, I would, and I would love to see him to sign a two year deal in Denver or Houston or whatever, and go and win a Super Bowl <laughs> because it would be funny. You know, that's if you just have a. A, a quick decline of, of the Cowboys and how great they were going to be. And then they go off right into the sunset with Tony Romo uh, winning a Super Bowl. That would just be, I don't know, a joy to everybody's heart in, in Philadelphia. Brandon Lee Gunn from uh, BleedingGreenNation.com. Of course, uh, big Sixers guy as well. And I know that you would be fine if the Sixers just simply cut Julio Okafor at this point. And, uh, and as they, they had head towards the NBA deadline and, and just kind of what's been happening tonight. What do you make of, of this, this, this DeMarcus Cousins, this Boogie Cousins trade rumor things that are happening and impacting and we're hearing Brooke Lopez is now in the Pelicans interest along with Julio Okafor. Do they need to pull the trigger on this thing before it gets uh, too, uh, too close to the deadline here? Yes. The answer is yes, John. Get rid of <laughs> Julio Okafor. I mean, it's just, what are we doing at this point? Why is he still here? If he's still here on this roster, after the deadline on Thursday, I might just die. That might just happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should start that. Uh, don't Don't let 
Yeah, like uh, like Tinkerbell needs the claps to go on if Jaleel is still here. <laughs> Brandon Lee got my diet. But uh, yeah, keep it going. And congratulations, my friend. Welcome back to the BGN community after, uh, again, I don't know what the, the Philly Mag is, is going to end up doing here, but they made a huge mistake, and we're glad that you're back. So, uh, Brandon, uh, we appreciate the time, but we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Johnny. Take care. Uh, so there he is. And the one thing, I, I know Jason Peters comes up all the time when we talk about the Eagles. And it's almost a foregone conclusion of, well, yeah, of course you have to keep him here no matter what. And I don't think is, and and a lot of people agree with this. I don't think anyone says that he would be unfairly paid like it's too much money for him to be there for that one year. I really do think, though, if Jason Peters isn't going to restructure his contract to get maybe a little more money up front where you're gonna, he's going to be here for that second year, it's kind of the same way I, I, I feel about the Flyers just a little bit. You you have you paid Lane Johnson to be a left tackle. That's what you did. And you're going to have to do that next year anyway. More than likely, unless, again, they restructure in, in, into that two-year deal. But if you can, <laughs> and I know it's hard to do, and I, and, I, and I know it's a pretty much a foregone conclusion that Jason Peters will still be here. I still think that in the long-term future for the Eagles, it's still not a bad idea to let Jason Peters go now. Because the line's going to shuffle next year no matter what. You're going to have to see how Isaac Sayamalo plays at center, more than likely, if Kelsey is is going to move on from there. Lane Johnson will eventually have to play left tackle. He might have to do that anyway this season because you are so, everybody's so hyped about the fact that Jason Peters did not get injured, played all 16 games, and was fine. A lot of that do because maybe the previous system with Kelly was in there, really dragged him out and made him, Made him tired. They didn't really recognize his the, the veteran type of, of style that they do now. And he runs that locker room. Every single person loves him. I love him. You love him. Everybody does. But this is this is where it comes back to like all the things that we did not like about Joe Banner. And I would even say that looking back on it now, it was terrible the way they handled Brian Dawkins. But the decision to do that is still not wrong. And I still kind of look at that. In the same way that I do with Jason Peters, you're really playing with fire here. You're really just banking on this guy still has it, and he does still have gas in the tank. He's a guy that you that can take all week off and just play game day and probably be fine. But if you're really sinking in $11 million for one year of Jason Peters that could maybe afford you, you know, starters elsewhere, like maybe a, a veteran right tackle, instead of having Big V out there and, and having depth there and re-signing a guy like uh, Steven Wisniewski and and things like that to kind of shore up the rest of that line moving into next season, I think you kind of do that now rather than later. And, yes, the most important part about this season is to make Carson Wentz stand upright and throw two things that can catch things, just as Brandon was explaining there. But I really do think, if it affords you, even again, and I know it keeps coming up, even if it affords you Benny Logan to stay here, because for some reason we, we're already thinking that Bo Allen, as much as I love him, and when he plays fullback with the Honey Bobo package, it's great, but there is a drop-off from him to Bo Allen, and then you're looking back into the draft for <laughs> a defensive tackle. Or you're looking to Nick Fairley, who was rumored last year to kind of come in here and ensure that lineup. So, that's another way you can do it too. But if you're really getting so, so if, if your argument is keep the, keep an aging Hall of Famer 
next to, and then bring in another aging guy next to Fletcher Cox for one season, who's probably going to move on after that anyway. I, I don't really understand it. Especially if you're genesising Benny Logan, because I still think Benny Logan is more important to this football team in the long term than Jason Peter is for this one season. Love your thoughts on that. 888-729-9494. Pound 94, 94 on your Verizon AT&T cell phones. It is John Barger right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.